Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, Kathy, it's great uh, seeing you again today. Uh, we've had, uh, <laughs> uh, we've been uh, having some uh, uh, interesting uh, issues come up as we've been taping this uh, for the broadcast and uh, had a disruption. I know you had a little disruption this morning. What, 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 <laughs> yes. What happened yes, to you? Yes, we did. So we had just, Rich and I had some great conversation yeah. that I'm sorry you guys aren't going to get to hear yeah. that particular part. But um, but in the midst of it, my phone is blowing up with text from uh, my dog's GPS. I have a 13-year-old Basset Hound and two other dogs, but a 13-year-old Basset Hound that is well past her expiration date. And uh, bless her heart, she sometimes decides that it is worth the the shock to break the electric fence and to go on an adventure, yet she doesn't hear very well and doesn't see very well. And so she gets off wandering. Usually she makes it as far as the neighbor's house and circles right back. And I get one little notice from the GPS saying she's past her fence and come on back. But this time it kept going 400 feet, 500 feet, 600 feet, 800 feet, 0.2 miles, 0.3 miles. And uh, so I had Rich pause the recording and trekked out to the woods. And by the time I got to her, she was way out in the woods going in circles, not quite sure where she was at. And there, my daughter and I both stood with a phone trying to track her and see where she's gone. And we're in Birkenstocks in May <laughs> in New Hampshire in the woods. So we've got, you know, mud up to our ankles and we're wading through the whole process. But we did indeed find her and brought her home and brought her back to where she was. <laughs> And then, and then we ran into another technical difficulty. Yeah. So. You're, spo you're supposed to wear boots out there in the woods, not, not Birkenstocks. That, that would be the wise thing. But yeah. when you think you're going to catch yeah. your dog real quick. <laughs> it's a good thing our video is only from the waist up, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> that is very get true. To see all if the you mud. look too closely, you would see dog hair all over my shirt right now because yeah. I carried her back. Uh, but, um, but just don't look too close. <laughs> yeah, we're watching our daughter's uh, Michelle's uh dog she's a white lab uh samson uh, she's on a trip right now and so uh, we have him staying overnight which we're not used to because we don't you know we generally we don't have a dog because we travel quite mm -hmm. quite a bit etc so it uh, comes up at 4 45 in our bedroom oh, no. <laughs> next next to me you know and puts his paws up there and whimpers you know like hey i gotta go out you know come on get up get up get up get up so that was my alarm clock this morning was uh samson uh, joyful right yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's uh, dogs are quite quite interesting. They they are they're they're a joy though. Yep. They really do bring bring adventure to us, That's right? For sure. <laughs> well, yesterday um, we uh, you know we we talked about uh, this aspect of being truth tellers. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, God does have intend us to be truth tellers. Uh, that um, our our role is not to judge people, not to persuade mm -hmm. them. Uh, we don't have to convince them of anything. Um, it's about sharing the truth. Uh, and by the way, this is where the abiding is so critical is, see, it's not law and it's not just any truth and say, well, the Bible says. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he says to to teach the truth that you've processed, right. that that you understood, that you understand, that I'm going to ask you to share it mm-hmm. uh, and give it away. Uh, there's this great uh, verse. This is in uh, uh, Luke chapter 10 that kind of describes this a little bit. Um, uh, verse chapter chapter 10, verse uh, 1 in Luke. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others. And sent them on ahead of him, two by two, in every town and place where he himself was about to go. Uh, now, by the way, this follows Luke 9, where he has mm-hmm. sent his disciples. Um, and his disciples, uh, the 12, he had sent them out to do the very same thing. Uh, and so now there's people around Jesus. And they basically said, well, we've learned a lot of truth, too. Can, we, can you send us out? Mm-hmm. And he goes from 12 to 72 and said, yeah, sure. Uh, let me let me send you out. But let me help you understand you have a heart to be a truth teller mm-hmm. uh, and to share what you've now learned from me and to share this with others. I said, I know you have a heart for that. So I'm going to send you out. But let me tell you how I'm going to send you out. Uh, he says, um, I'm sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. So, I mean, what do wolves do with lambs? They eat them. <laughs> so, right, right. so he said, you know, it's going to be dangerous and it's going to mm-hmm. be opposition. It's not going necessarily going to be uh, one willing to hear what you have to say. So just be wise about this. He says, um, carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals and greet no one on the road. And, and what he's trying to say there is that I'm not asking you to tell everybody you meet. Mm-hmm. That's not your role. That's not your job. Uh, I'm sending you to specific places, specific people, and just go there uh, as mm-hmm. I so assign you. Uh, and then we have the freedom of that so that every day we don't have to feel like, well, I got to tell somebody. I got to tell somebody. I got to persuade somebody. No, you don't. Uh, right. it's, it's as as he prompts. As he prompts yeah. you, as he yeah. leads you and says, okay, go. Uh, and then he says, whatever house you enter, first say peace be to this house. If a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. And if not, let it return to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, remain in the same house, eating and drinking where they provide for the labor deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Uh, whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. So, you know, relax. Don't get mm-hmm. caught up. Don't get caught up in this stuff. Uh, enjoy it. He says, heal the sick uh, and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. In other words, uh, part of your shalom, part of your peace is going to be exercising supernatural. Right. And, and we'll have down the road, we'll have sessions about that. Uh, whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, uh, even the dust of your cl- a town that clings to our feet, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near you. Mm-hmm. So that um, a couple of interesting things about this. Remember, we're talking about our role as truth tellers is... He says, offer your peace. And the word there is the equivalent of shalom, uh, which is more than just lack of conflict, but it's the favor of God. It's the life of the beauty of God, the abundant life. Mm-hmm. He says, as you're learning that, as you're growing in that, I'm going to send you and you offer that to others, mm-hmm. uh, particularly those that, that may have a difference of opinion, like we talked about yesterday about right? uh, abortion or pro-life or pro-choice uh, or universalism or, mm-hmm. or anything that you say, well, gee, I don't, I don't think that's right. 
um, I need to set them straight. And God says, relax. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll send you. Uh, I'll open mm -hmm. up the doors and then offer your peace. Well, if you're going to offer your peace, it's kind of important that you have it. Absolutely. You uh, can't give away what you don't know or what you're not experiencing. No. And and so he's, he's trying to really get to the depth of this about if the body of Christ is really going to have an impact. See, it's not talking about what the Bible says and you should. Mm -hmm. But you've never you've never processed that. You've never received that. You're not living it out. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people say, well, you guys are hypocrites. You tell us about this. But I see your life operates in a different way. You go to worry, fear, anxiety, anger, just division, arguing, mm -hmm. divorce. I see all that happening. Who are you to tell me about the Bible? Mm -hmm. Well, you can share the Bible uh, out of what you've receiving and living and experiencing. And so he says, offer your peace. Uh, and the way you offer your peace is when somebody particularly is, would you have a heart to learn what the mm -hmm. word has to say? So like, for example, um, uh, I come across a lot of uh, particularly executives that I deal with and their spouses, um, and they're usually coming to me because they're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Their business is in trouble. They're suffering. They've made mistakes. They, they have all kinds of problems going on. Um, and of course, they're wrapped up in this. I thought God was going to take care of me, but you know he's not, which mm -hmm. we've discussed a little bit uh, a while ago. Um, and I said, well... Um, would you like to learn that there's a different way mm -hmm. and that you could experience the shalom, the favor, the abundant life, and God will restore everything you've, you've lost. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what he's, that's what he said he's come to do. And I can guarantee you that. Right. Are, are you willing to, are you willing to come? Um, and now I don't say I'm going to tell you how to do that. I'm not going to tell you what that looks like. Cause I don't know, but I do know my God. And my, exper right. my experience that I've had with that, that I can offer that to people to say, why don't you come and learn to walk with God? And then he'll show you, guide you into his plan, which is abundant life. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and it doesn't, remember, we've talked about it, doesn't mean a carefree life. It doesn't mean no trouble. doesn't mean adversity. We talked about that last week. Right. Um, it just means that God will give you this, this life where you'll be living in shalom. And, and uh, do you have a heart to go? Let's get into mm -hmm. the word. And I'm going to offer you what I've experienced right. in the word. And then you can process it. You'll have to process it yourself. I can't tell you that it will happen automatically for you. It's you have to process that with God. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and they would, a lot of them say, yeah, I really, I would like to. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I believe what you're saying at all. Because uh, mm -hmm. I haven't seen it in my life. But. I'm willing to try something new because it, whatever's working for me now isn't working. So I'd like to learn mm -hmm. it. And then what happens as they abide, begin to abide and follow God, God starts to act and lead them into that beautiful place. And then the, the fun thing for me is to see them receive it, live it out, and then they get to share it with other people, what, yes. I, what I call downstream, where mm -hmm. they're dealing with people that I'll never see, but I know they're receiving the shalom that they had. Uh, and then he tells us, if they don't receive it, it's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, later on in this chapter, verses uh, 17, it says, uh, 15 to 17, it says, um, if they're not receiving you, they're actually not receiving me. Right. Uh, so don't take it personally. 
I remember your sheepdog. That is something that is a hard lesson for us to learn, though, yeah. because especially I find, especially when we're really passionate about it and when we know, you know, once you've experienced God, there's no going back, you no. know, and once his word has come alive, you just you can't help but want to be in it and to hear from him more. Right. And so when we feel that passionately about it and we want everyone else around us to, as soon as we share it, the natural thing is if they reject it for us to wear that rejection. Right. Um, and so that's something we really have to guard against. And I love that you're sharing that verse because I think there is, that's a place that we all fall into. And sometimes the enemy can use that to quite, to silence us. Right. Right. You right. know, to, particularly, particularly to, we take it personally and, and then we uh -huh. get upset and we don't, we don't want to do it anymore. Um, right, he says, right. he says, no, just dust your feet off, move on. Uh, I've got plenty uh -huh. of people, what I call people lining up around the block right. that if you're experiencing the life of God, there's people around you that say, is that possible for me? Right. Uh, Cause you have plenty of, I, and this is, happens to me all the time. People say, I'm struggling, I'm worried, I'm fearful, I'm angry. Uh, we, we, our husband and I don't get along. Okay. Um, I've learned something about that. My life has been transformed cause I was in that mm -hmm. same place. And my life has been transformed. Uh, I offer you my peace, not Anything that I can, I, and I tell them, I have nothing to say to you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a therapist. I don't have any right. advice. I'm, but I, what I am going to do is connect you with the one who will. Do you have, right. a, do you have a heart? Do you have a heart to go? Um, mm -hmm. And then I give that away. And then what's fun for me again is that they then receive it and then they start giving it away. Right. Uh, because, what you're really talking about there is a beautiful picture of discipleship yes. and what it looks like to walk alongside somebody not to step in and try to be their counselor or try to be their Holy Spirit or, or even be their Moses. You know, we've talked about, I'm not your <laughs> Moses, you know, none of those things, but what is it like to live life walking alongside somebody and leading them to the feet of Jesus and really iron sharpens iron, the two of you together, yeah. leading each other to the feet of Jesus and the ripple effects that go out as we truly live it. We don't just talk about it, but yeah. we live it. And that's why, that's why I'm willing to, to dust my feet off because I don't mm -hmm. take it personally. Uh, but at the same time, God says, do not waste your time yeah. with someone who isn't willing to receive it because all you're going to be doing is debating, fighting, and arguing. Right. And that, and that's not your job. He said, if you would release that, um, and if the, by the way, a lot of, a lot of people do come back later and say, you know what, you offered me this, you know, six months ago, mm -hmm. um, life has gotten worse for me you know what, I'd like to do it now. And, and see so your heart is, yeah, sure. Right. Uh, great. Are you Now that you have a heart to receive the peace, you know, let's go. But right. I, again, I believe so strongly that they're lining up around the block mm -hmm. that God says, there's plenty of people right. for me to uh, lead you to and share. And they're going to have a heart to, heart to receive it. And I know that you've you've experienced that even 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 today. I think with your small group, right? That yeah, yeah, on so many levels. I love my my ladies' small group that I've had. We've met together for years, and it is a sweet community of Christian ladies who are just hungry for God, and they have all been through abiding, and so that allows us a level of authentic community with each other that I think a lot of people don't necessarily get to experience. And so there's a plug for, for small groups and teaching them to abide. Um, there is a sweetness in that. But you know, one of the things that I was sharing with Rich earlier 
was just how fun it was this morning to listen to one of the ladies in particular was sharing um, just how she's seeing transformation. Like it, it kind of knocked her over the head the other day. They were in a situation and she looked at her husband and she's like, oh, two years ago, this isn't how we would have reacted. This isn't what our response would have been. And suddenly she realized just how far God had brought the two of them and just the beauty in that transformation. And then even in the midst of that, she's telling a story after story of, oh, well, God had me abiding on this. And then he took me to this. And then he told me to do this. And she was getting so excited. And you can just see it just about to explode because she is now, because she is so enjoying hearing his voice. She's teaching her sisters and her mom. And, and there's going to be ripple effects for generations because of this. Yeah. And, and even, you know, she, there was something that God had taught her about fasting and she was able to sit down at the dinner table and just share from a, a place of victory, telling yeah. her kids from an authentic place, he told me to do this. And this is what happened. And I had no idea this was what was going to happen. Well, those kids faith was just sparked. Wow. And, you know, so just beautiful. There's, there's nothing quite like it. And no. I personally am so glad I have that community to, to do that with. Yeah. Yeah. You let's know? let's talk about that a second. Um, this aspect of small group and and I think you use the word authentic community. Yeah. Um, that is so different. Um you know, with what with what happened with COVID, particularly, is that a lot of churches shut down because uh, they were mm-hmm. forced to, uh, couldn't meet, gather. Uh, they went online, mm-hmm. um, or tried to get online, or tell people to go online. Uh, and so, you know, a, quite a few of those people, you know, did do uh, online. Um, but Barna came out with a study uh, just recently that said that forty percent of the churchgoers pre-COVID have stopped doing anything. They haven't. They're not going online. They're not. They just, they just decided right. that. Well, uh, and 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 by the way, my interpretation of that is that then uh, their heart, having gone to church before and afterwards, basically said, "Why bother? Why bother going back? Because it really didn't make any difference in my life." So they just wow. they just decided that. Well, then I'll just keep enjoying Sundays like I always do mm-hmm. without church because it doesn't really matter. Um, mm. and, and, and I think the reason for that is it's because uh, the churches, um, uh, a lot of churches around the country are not providing the opportunity for authentic community. Right. Um, that, and I'm talking about small group, and I'm not talking about just any small group uh, in terms of just gathering together because so, winds up being more of a social time, a book mm-hmm. study, uh, even can be a Bible study, but it's not sharing the depth of what God is doing in your life and helping people mm-hmm. know the truths of living out the abundant life because they're, right. they're just collectively not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing that we would like to encourage everybody who's listening uh, is to uh, go to uh, get into a small group, and you can even be the catalyst for that. Right. Uh, where you can uh, gather, you know, people around you um, uh, and just get in the word together. And uh, I'm going to put up our, our website here uh, just so that you can, uh, you know, go there. But if you go to uh, our website, which is uh, uh you can go to the online courses, the school. We, have, we call it a school. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all geared for small groups. Right. Uh, for people to uh, to go there, uh, sign up for the courses, and you as a group uh, can uh, participate in it. It's a great video series and how we did it. We even actually did it as a small group primarily, right. uh, which is really beautiful. Um, and it gets you into the word uh, about how to share together. And then as you're doing life together, um, and you and you said you're experiencing that, is build a community around you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just people that are socially connected, but it's about being spiritually connected. Right. And in order to be spiritually connected, and, I, and maybe you could describe a little bit about how your group works, but spiritually connected is that everybody in the group is a, is learning to abide and, yeah. and, and abide in the vine, hear God's voice, walk with God, uh, offer up, here's what happened to me this week, here's mm-hmm. what God did for me this week, here's some truth. Uh, we, Linda and I are in a small group, and, and we experience that mm-hmm. with um, uh, people. You know, we're, we're talking about stuff, and somebody can say, well, you know what? I just received this, and I think this applies here. Yes. And it's like, wow, look at that. Um, and then we get into the word and we start we start processing that together. And there and what I would call it's it's vitality, it's life, mm-hmm. it's the excitement. And what we get to see is supernatural stuff happen all the time. God is doing right. amazing things. And like you were describing about that lady who said, I, I now see the difference being part of this group and abiding right. is two years ago we would have handled it completely differently and would have been terrible. But now we're learning, you know, the sweetness of life. And, you know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe you could describe a little bit more about how does your small group work? So, yeah, I will say a few different things, if you don't mind me just going for a little bit on groups, because small groups are, are a huge thing on my heart. And um, probably nine, nine years ago, God laid on my heart. And so this is speaking to the person out there who's like, but. I live where I know no one who wants to do this. I'm telling you, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, nine years ago, he laid on my heart you know, where I was living. I didn't think there was, I'm, I'm driving, you know, 45 minutes to a church. I'm like, there's, there's not community here that is Christian believers. And I was talking to my pastor about it. He's like, you know what? Quit trying to, you know, drag everybody 45 minutes and remember that the Holy Spirit's right there in you and yeah. your house is his. Yeah invite them to your house. I'm like, okay, that's great. But invite who, you know? (laughs) So this is where social media actually came in handy. So my group that I've had for all these years now started with a toss out to social media and a group text to about a zillion different moms from, you know, gymnastics and dance and soccer and whatever. And I kept it very non-threatening and basically said, Hey, you know, I'm going to be starting this at my house. If there is anybody who is a little interested or even just wants to find out what it's all about, let's, let's get together for tea and we'll meet at my house and blah, blah. And, you know, and the group has changed over the years. You know, the original group that was here nine years ago, probably two of those are still in, in the group. And so over time and seasons of life and people coming and going, some have shifted out. But I have been able to walk in authentic community with ladies all along the way. And the last several years, um, these are ladies that now, the new comes into the group, we swing straight into teaching people to abide because all of us have learned the value of having a community 
that doesn't care. You can go to any number of friends and get them to tell you. In fact, you can get them to tell tell you the opinion you want them to tell you (laughs) (laughs) when you're hitting crisis or when things are going on. There is is no short of people to tell you what you want to hear. To have a group of people who will say, let's go see what God has to say about it and who will walk through you through the muck. You know, I was out in the woods in the mud who would walk through me in the mud of life, (laughs) walk with me alongside and find out what God has to say and take that GPS tracker and bring me right back. (laughs) Um, that, That sort of thing is just so incredibly valuable. And as you teach people, you know, you talk about in your group how, um, you know, that somebody will say something, they'll bring something to the table and you guys will go abide on that and learn through it together. There's a verse that you teach in the original abide retreat that um, I forget where it is. You'll remember it, but um, it says, you know, how good and pleasant it is for others to dwell together. in Psalm Psalm 133. Thank you. So that word for pleasant has always stuck out to me in the Hebrew. It's naim and it actually means harmony. Yeah. And so me being, I'm a music person. I love music. And a lot of my family is musical. Dan and Anna are not. They'll be the first to tell you. But the but Josh and Caleb and I all are very musical. And when I think about harmony, that is such a, that is what happens in our small groups. <clears throat> Excuse me. When people are abiding. And, you know, when, when you hear somebody sing a melody that's beautiful you love it, your heart engages. But then when that angelic voice comes over top and, and weaves in that harmony, and then another line comes in, and suddenly that song becomes the fullness mm. and the impact of what it was meant to be. Great way of putting it. That is what happens when community, a community of abiding believers comes together because I may bring in the melody and then my friend Andrea says, oh, but listen to what I heard and that's this line of harmony. And then Betsy comes in and she brings in this bass line and we're all of a sudden it's alive and and we all have so much more because we did it together. Right, that's right. And, and so that's a beauty in that. Um, and we have seen, we have um, done groups. You know, I have my ladies group. We have couples groups that we've taken through the abiding um, uh, marriage retreats and then turn around and spun them into um, afterwards, nobody wanted to be done. So you right. spun them into a small group and they just start abiding together. No curriculum, but there's this, okay, everybody get in God's word and just come tell us you're, you're living your life. What's God speaking to you? And then we're going to hold each other accountable and we're going to weave that harmony and we're going to speak truth to each other. And if we don't know truth, we're going to all go to his word and find and really just be in each other's lives authentically, genuinely, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and taking each other back to God's feet. Right. Yep. And the uh, um, the truth of that, you know, beauty is that um, if if people would really work at that, and you made you made a comment about, you know, it's really not that difficult. Uh, uh, my daughter um, had uh, in her neighborhood they have a a, a a app, social app called Next Door. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had just put out an app, you know, anybody that would like to learn to, you know, grow in the word and, mm-hmm. uh, come together, you know, uh, let me know. And she wound up with the, <laughs> actually too many people. She, she had to, had to keep it off because people are hungry. I think these days to, if you have a, a heart and you do it in a, in a fresh way is, mm-hmm. hey, we're just, we're just going to get in the word together and we're going to learn right. to learn to abide and we're going to learn to hear from God and we're going to experience God. Um, 
uh, would you have a heart to do that so that mm-hmm. you're you're adding that spiritual vitality not just let's just study a book let's right. just let's just have dinners together let's just talk to, about each other and and usually what i what i've experienced um uh when i was even was a pastor that had the a church that had small groups mm-hmm. when i first looked at them um there was a badge of honor of how awful life was and it was mm. just sharing you know woe is me and and i'll pray for you and and they would just keep talking about every week was how bad things were and i said you you guys aren't helping anybody right uh because you're just collectively sharing your misery um oh. and you you call it community you call it fellowship but you walk out of there sad and unhappy uh, i said mm-hmm. what you really need to do is get in the word and let the vitality of the word start to see what god would say about this and get right. excited you know about what god has to say for you so um on this topic of small groups, uh, we'd love to hear your questions about that. If you have things to send in about how it works or, or things that you're concerned about or how do you handle certain situations. So uh, I've thrown up there on the screen. If you're watching YouTube uh, is make comments in, in the, mm. in the uh, uh, section uh, that's available for you. Or you can email us uh, if you're listening to it uh, or on YouTube at um uh, AFJ Ministry questions at afjministry.com. Send send an email to questions at afjministry.com. We'll get them uh, mm-hmm. and we'll deal with them, uh, which is what we'd like to do uh, each time. So we'd love to hear your questions on that. Well, let's, as we're talking about this concept of small group and abiding, there's this uh, really cool verse in Jeremiah uh, that talks about uh, uh, a really beautiful thing about the life of the word. So if you'd read that, uh, Kathy, Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. Yeah, this is one of my favorite verses, actually. Um, your words were found, and I ate them, and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart, for I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. Yep, how beautiful is that? Um, so uh, as we look at the word, uh, of God, that God, remember, it's life. Uh, it's not you going to study the word. It's where God would speak to you. Here's my mm-hmm. word to you. Uh, Jeremiah said, well, at first, uh, by the way, this came out of a out of a, uh, a question to him. Uh, Jeremiah asked God, how, how come all this bad stuff's happening? And you, mm-hmm. you keep telling me to ask him to repent. And nobody's repenting. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of discouraged. Right. You know, what do you have to say about that? And God says, well, are you going to listen to my words, mm-hmm. uh, to my truth, what I've spoken to you, what I've already mm-hmm. written out of, out of past in Deuteronomy, et cetera? Are you going to go back to that? And Jeremiah says, okay, okay, got it. Sorry. And he, he went in back into the word. And he said, the first thing he did is he said, he took those words and he ate them. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the picture of, uh, of rumination, what's called rumination. Uh, a ruminant, like a cow or sheep, uh, what they do is they eat, eat some grass um, and they chew on it and then they swallow it. Um, and some of it's absorbed and then it comes right back up um, and they chew on it some more and they swallow it and more is absorbed and they go back, go back up and they chew on it and it's absorbed back and forth, back and forth. And it's mm-hmm. ruminating on the, on that clump of grass until it's transformed into meat mm-hmm. it becomes part of them. Right. Um, and it's not just gulping it down and swallowing it. 
it's it's rumination. And when he when he says eating it, it's that I'm I'm pondering it, I'm processing it, I'm chewing on it, I'm mm-hmm. considering it. Uh, and maybe maybe you could talk particularly with you and your group how. How have you guys found the eating of God's word, the rumination of God's word, different than just Bible study? Mm, there's such a sweetness to it, really. Um, first of all, just going back to that ruminating picture, I love, you know, you talked about that a little bit, but a sheep actually has four chambers to its stomach. Right. And so I love the picture even that is given in that, you know, as we ruminate on God's word, um, the stomach is only can only absorb so much of it at a time mm-hmm. until it has to come back up and then be chewed again and then swallowed again and then more nutrients are ready to be absorbed and i think that's such an accurate picture of how god speaks and teaches to us you, you know i've heard you talk before about enjoy first grade enjoy second grade <laughs> right, enjoy right. third grade right. as god brings us along that's a lot of the ruminating process even yeah. is is allowing him to to lead and then we digest and take what he has but so i'll just give you an example this morning even um we have been in the book of james um on my in my small group right now and um we won't use that like as an individuals we don't use that as our abide time per se but we all come back to that and spend do spend some time in that. Um, but there is no Bible study for it. There's no, I'm not coming in and telling them everything I've learned. We're coming in and God spoke this to me. And then he actually took me to this verse and, you know, all of, and like I said, as it all comes together, it's really beautiful. Well, here's a funny thing that happened this morning um, is, you know, we were all on James and as I'm talking, um, we were on James 1, 19 to 27, just a great passage with so much meat in it. But I start sharing some of what God had been speaking to me in particular and um, on, on 19 and 20 on how it says, you know, be swift to hear and slow to speak and slow to um, wrath. And one of the things that God really spoke to me as I ruminated on that scripture is I've always taken that scripture and applied it to um, personal relationships. Okay, I need to make sure I'm listening. I need to make sure I'm um, slow to anger, you know, quick to to really listen and yep. know what's being said and to understand. And God spoke to me as I ruminated on it. I didn't just stay there this time. I'm like, no, I'm going to dig in further. And I really looked at the words. And then I came back out, out to it a few different times during the week. And God, what are you saying? And what he really clunked me over the head with in the end was, back up a little bit and look at what else is in that passage just before. And he's talking about um, that we are his first fruits. Yeah. And because of that word, you know, you say we're the visible expression of the invisible God, we are representing him. Yeah. And he goes straight from calling us his first fruits to saying, so then be swift to listen and and slow to speak and slow and i and i looked at those so there's a reason behind that and what i think is even sweeter is to me he then spoke that's not just talking about other people that's talking about your relationship to me because you are my first fruit i want you to be swift to listen to me when you come up against a trial when you come up against conflict your first go-to is come back to my feet 
and be swift to hear what I have to say and to truly receive it. And don't you dare speak it till you know it. <laughs> and, and don't go to wrath. And that wrath is really this, this, you know, ill temper or malice towards someone else. It's really wanting to take judgment on yourself when that is God's place. Yeah. yeah and so beautiful. it was a sweet, it was a sweet process that was more than what I would have just learned, you know, just looking at it surface level and brushing through, right. but it was going back and asking God questions. Okay. When you're saying, you know, be, be quick to hear or quick to listen. Now I can't remember exactly what the word was, but, um, when you're saying that, what do you really mean? What are you telling me? And he's like, no, turn it off of other people. I want you to be quick. You run to my feet because I have something to say that's worth listening to. Right. And you get that. And when you get that, that's going to go further. Yeah. So and, and long that, explanation. Oh, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's it. And that's, uh, you know, the way of uh, abiding uh, when you're ruminating. Uh, see, it's, it's taking that verse or those verses that are life to you. And now you start reacting to those. Mm -hmm. um, what does that mean? How does this apply to my life? What are right. you trying to show me? Uh, where is it that I need to have you work uh, uh, truth for me? Mm -hmm. uh, and I have a question about that. How does that work? Or wait a minute, that seems contradictory to something else. And, right. uh, and see, it's, it's what I call camping out, mm -hmm. uh, pondering, uh, processing, ruminating. And, it's, and, and you would do that. Remember, uh, uh, he says that when I ate it, he said it became a joy to me. Mm -hmm. um, and that word is uh, extreme jubilation. Um, he was excited. And remember, Jeremiah's words that he was getting wasn't, oh, this is pleasant. Right. It, it was, hey, you're going to have to tell these people. Matter of fact, he's, just after this, he says, stop even telling them to repent because it's mm -hmm. coming. Now they've passed that point. Now you're going to have to talk to the remnant. Uh, who have a heart to go, their their life is going to get changed. And we talked mm. about adversity. Right. They're going to have adversity. Um, and everybody's going to get it. It's not, you. nobody's going to be exempt from it. But mm. in that adversity, if you have a heart to follow me, I'll give you a grand life. And we know right. the examples, by the way, were Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right, right. They, they were part of that group, that remnant, that got mm. captured and had to go to Babylonia completely different life than they were used to, but they still had a grand life, right. you know, within it. So and that experienced God at every turn, experienced God at every turn. Yeah. So that, um, one of the things that we, we tell our leaders and we ask our leaders and, uh, we ask everybody that learns abiding is, are you enjoying it? Mm -hmm. Are you having life? And it even, even when God is convicting you, even when God, yes. like, like you experience where God says, well, I want to deal with some pride issues. Mm -hmm. And you said, oh, boy, this would be awful. No, you said, <laughs> you said, you said, I'll be joyful mm -hmm. as I'm walking through that because it's going to be life to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and every day, even when you're getting convicted. So God will say to me, hey, Rich, uh, there's something here that you're not understanding correctly or you're mm -hmm. you're a little bit off on this. Let me let me correct you. Let me uh, heal this in you. Yeah. My response is. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, even correction is joy. Yeah, 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 because I get to have the life of God work in me mm -hmm. to lead me into the abundant life. And so I'm right. every day that I'm in the word uh, that I'm processing, see, is a joy to me. And, mm -hmm. and if it stops being a joy, see, you know a couple things. One is that you went back to the intellect. 
mm-hmm. um, and you processed it out of intellectual understanding and law, which he says, remember, we said that before is going to kill you. He said, right. rather, uh, let it, if it's life to you, it'll, it'll be a joy. Um, mm-hmm. And every day should be a joy. And all we're talking about, by the way, is if you give 20 minutes a day, Mm-hmm. to abiding and, and processing this way. Now, that, that means you'll be in the same verse of the verses for quite a while. It's not about reading quantity. It's not a devotion from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. Mm-hmm. It's ruminate on it and, and journal and process. Tomorrow, come back for your 20 minutes. Pick up where you left off. Okay, what do you have to say here? I got some insight overnight. I got some mm-hmm. thoughts. Somebody said something to me. And you got to write it all down. And... Um, if you're having joy, you're in the right spot right? and you're enjoying it. If you're, if you're doing it out of law or out of study and it's intellectual and now you're saying it's dry, it's heavy, it's oppressive, that's not God. See, that's mm-hmm. not the abiding. And, J- and Jeremiah says, I chewed on it and I, and I mm-hmm. got joy out of it. Um, right. And uh, I think, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think there's another, um, Another side that plays into that lack of joy that goes along exactly with what you're saying. Um, I'm going to steal an illustration from from one of my ladies, actually, as we were looking in the book of James and we were talking about, you know, the verse where, you know, it says, you know, basically that his word is a mirror um, for us to look and, and that we should we should be changed after we come in the presence of his word. And she made the comment and it was so such a perfect illustration is sometimes we can be if we're not careful, we take his word and rather than allowing it to be a mirror to transform our, to allow him to show us what he wants to transform in our lives, we make it a set of binoculars to look at other people. Mm. That's pretty okay. cool. That's pretty cool. Right? Yeah. That's a great illustration. And so that would be another kind of a check engine light as you're talking about if there's no joy, um, sometimes we're receiving it as law and that's where that joy has been taken away. And sometimes we're looking through it looking through it like binoculars instead of a mirror right and where there is life and joy we are allowing him to penetrate our hearts right and that's what's going on and it's that intimacy that brings the joy because yeah. it's personal by the way that's uh we talked a little bit about small group uh that's one of the very encouraging things that small groups bring is that when you got a group of people that are abiding and they're all experiencing joy in the word yeah. It, it just flows out. And so you could be even coming to a small group, kind of heavy hearted. Something happened to you today. You're a little bit upset about something. Um, but they start sharing, well the, well, the Lord has said this to me. And they get excited mm-hmm. about that because it's joyful. You well, get you, 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 get, you get drawn right <laughs> into it because you realize, wait a second, God has an answer for my issue. Right. Um, right. And I can have joy in the very process. It's not when it gets mm-hmm. completed, the joy is momentary now. When right. cuz G- Jeremiah said I had joy as I ate the words. Right. That's where the joy is and that's yeah. the life that's the life of God. Um and the small group is something mm-hmm. that can really help you. And and again the two uh, issues are you want everybody in your small group to be basically eating the words. Uh, yeah. chewing on the words, meditating on the words, sharing the words. Um, and then uh, their their countenance and their enthusiasm will tell you, are you are you enjoying it? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and you'll you'll see that they are. And then you get to, to realize, well, I can I can experience this as well. 
and it's nothing there's nothing more exciting than a small group that is experiencing the joy of eating God's words. Absolutely. Uh, it's really, that, I think that's why when we we're not a small group, but when we all get together as living waters leaders, yep. you know, and you'll have retreats and we'll all come together. The, the joy that is in the room with people from, you know, all over the world, all over the U S and, you know, and some other places too, when right. we come together, yeah. that joy that is present, it's because of, of the unity of the Holy Spirit right. and just knowing everybody there is so experiencing the supernatural. We are, we are seeing God exalted moment by moment, day by day. It's not a once in a blue moon it's happening. We're hearing story after story after story because God's being exalted and yeah. his word is being heard and truly ruminated on. Yeah. And the funny thing, the fun thing is, um, you know, Lynn and I, it's, it, uh, Lynn is going to be a guest uh, here in a couple of days and, and she'll, you guys are going to love her. <laughs> she'll, she'll share a little bit more about our Genesis of how we, uh, God started this ministry, but, um, we experienced our own transformation in our life. And then all the leaders were coming out of the retreats that they were experiencing. And when they would come to a second retreat, third retreat, fourth retreat. And what happened is that, and all of them will testify to this, that, um, having uh, lived a, what they would call a mediocre to poor, including even some that were ready to split. Mm -hmm. um, they got transformed through the learning to abiding because they started to eat God's word and have the joy of that, that their lives now are living the abundant life. Right. Uh, now, again, it doesn't mean they don't have any difficulty and stuff doesn't happen. It just means that they fundamentally live this beautiful, uh, uh, grace-filled, abundant life Mm -hmm. In all respects. And we're not talking about finances. We're talking about the joy of relationships and right. things being resolved and relationship issues, et cetera, et cetera. And when we do get together, because we're all transformed and we're mm -hmm. being transformed, we get to share the excitement of, well, this is what God is doing today. And right. here's, here's where I'm eating his word and the joy of that. So uh, we would, uh, again, encourage all of you to uh, get, get abiding, learn to abide. But get into a group. You got to have mm -hmm. people around you that would facilitate that. So uh, this has been a great, uh, another great session, uh, Kathy, and uh, it's been fun. I'm gonna, uh, as we close here, I'll just throw up again. Uh, uh, send in your questions. Uh, you can put it on the comments section in the YouTube, or if you want to email us at questions at afjministry.com. Questions at afjministry.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'll we'll answer these questions and take them so that they become personal to you of things that are going to come up, uh, and as we teach you to abide and go to God's Word. So we're very excited, and uh, we look forward to uh, uh, press, uh, keeping this going uh, tomorrow. So. Right. And just a reminder, if you found this encouraging today, be a friend and tell a friend, pass the word, share, um, share the podcast, share the broadcast, and let your friends know where to find us. Yep. We'd yeah. love to have them join in. Yeah, we appreciate it. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.